Hey everybody, welcome to episode 90 of the PGAJ show, almost at 100, probably technically at 100 if you count the daily podcast vlogs that I did, but let's try to forget about that experiment gone wrong <laughs> if you listened uh, to those. I appreciate you, you know, if, if you've been around since that day, I appreciate you sticking with it, and I appreciate you sharing this with people. I, I, we're almost at 20,000 uh, listens, which is for such a small segment of the population of, of golf professionals. Um, that's really cool, and it's so great to see just is going in some sort of positive direction um, because it means that it's you know valuable to the people that are listening to it, and uh, that you're sharing it with other people, and that it's uh, and that it's growing in some sort of way, which is really great. I don't expect this to be a um, viral sensation, given the the targeted nature of it. Um, but it, just when I kind of feel like sometimes it's not working or it's not reaching people or it's not doing whatever i get great notes um, from you guys of encouragement saying thanks for doing it and that it's helping you in your career and um that just makes me more excited to continue to do it so thanks for that encouragement thanks for sharing it so if you haven't shared this with somebody um please do um Again, it's a very small segment of, of the world that uh, not only as golf professionals, but golf professionals who really want to um, you know, make the effort to, to get better and to grow. So um, that's pretty cool. Um, so I wanted to talk, speaking of that, um, segue nicely into today's topic, which is gatekeepers. And I never actually knew what a gatekeeper was until um, recently reading Beth Comstock's book. This is not sponsored by Beth Comstock. She just wrote a very good book um, titled Imagine It Forward. And it uh, there was a section in there where she talked about in her in her professional career um, experience, her experience with gatekeepers, which was basically you know, trying to move things forward, trying to try new things, trying to take new initiatives um, and experiment with things and, and kind of getting met with those responses we may have heard in our careers that that's not the way we do things. That's not the way this works. We've tried that before. And just really being closed off to exploration and closed off to experimentation and trying new things. Um, compared to what I thankfully have experienced mostly in my career um, of of people that really um, do want to help, whether it's help the organization and help the help kind of guide the initiative that you're you're working on through, um, whether it's that or it's actually just wanting to kind of help you grow and for them to kind of grow with you and wanting the best for you and your exploration and you to be able to kind of try some new things. Um, that's fortunately where I have been. And I think that most of the time that I have found myself in those environments of encouragement, um, working with people that um, really do have a, an interest in, in you becoming a better person and, and becoming a better professional um, are because I've, I interviewed for those jobs and I made the conscious decision to accept those positions. Um, and I sought those positions out and I sought out in some cases working for those people. Uh, so I think that that's something that I hadn't thought of before, but now makes sense because I have found myself in positions, uh, working within institutions that have gatekeepers within them. And, um, even sometimes, you know, you may have a situation where, um, you're an assistant golf professional and maybe you're, um, 
your general manager is a, is a uh, gatekeeper and, and, and it wants to kind of maintain things as the status quo. And, and in a lot of cases, these people are in this position as a, as a gatekeeper um, because they've reached a position and then they've spent most of their time trying to defend that position against um, people that could dethrone them or take their job or take the next promotion before them. Um, and I don't know that I've necessarily had that experience with with the gatekeepers that I've experienced in my life, but um, that is a lot of where that comes from, uh, a fear of being challenged. Um, so I think that's just something to be super aware of. Um, but you may you may um, you may be in a situation where you can kind of work around a gatekeeper. Uh, you may actually have a general manager that that kind of wants to maintain things as a status quo or the way that they've always done things, which doesn't really work well at your facility. And you and the head golf professional know that, but you're still able to kind of carve out this little niche of being able to still move things forward and, and progress. And that's the important thing I think to realize about in, encountering gatekeepers. Um, is that oftentimes there's a way around them, um, and that could be because, like I said, your general manager doesn't is 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 holding you back, um, but you and your head golf professional can make strides uh, to to grow the facility and to achieve things, or maybe you're the head golf professional um, and you're you're uh, or maybe you're an assistant and your your head golf professional is a gatekeeper, but your general manager is kind of more open to experiencing some of these things, and you can get a little bit of time and a little bit of interaction with them to kind of take on some pet projects with them. Um, and then you have kind of the air cover of the general manager to say, hey, Jay's working on this with me. And you can experience kind of that um, forward movement and that progress uh, that way as well. But oftentimes you will be in just a an environment and a culture of 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 gatekeepers and you, and you will be kind of surrounded um, to where not just one obstacle is put in front of you, but multiple obstacles to the point where you're essentially just kind of put in this box um, where you have kind of nowhere to go creatively. And and I made a quote on Instagram and across the other platforms um, that I said uh, that gatekeepers may be able to block your path, uh, but they cannot stop you from making progress, uh, something like that. And what I mean by that is that even if you are in a room, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm in a room, there are windows maybe I can find my way out of um, and to see the outside world with. Or even within that, I can still walk around in circles. I can still make forward progress even though I'm not I'm within the, the confines and within the restrictions of this box. And then sometimes, too, you may be so so suffocated within such a small space and you've been put in such a small um, confined space of, of this is the way that you absolutely need to do every single action that you need to do within your job. Even then, you have time outside of work. Even in my experience, of, I guess is, is the best way to say that was similar to that where it was kind of all the control, a lot of the control was stripped from you. Plus you're working 70 to 80 hours a week, but you still have those few hours or you still have those 10 hours a week or you still have that one day off to 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 progress and to to grow and to find other avenues to move your career forward. Um, a lot of that for me was in the relationships and 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 with with social media and and understanding content creation and doing a lot of those things that I was able to do at the same time. So even within that really stifling environment, 
I'm still able to create and move forward. And, and this is actually what came out of this, this, this podcast, um, and this kind of idea of, of mentoring and, and sharing these ideas and innovation and all of those things was, uh, one of the many ideas that got shot down. Uh, so you kind of just have to, at some point decide to do it on your own. And, and that's what I ended up ultimately deciding to do was, was to leave the golf business and to be able to, to, um, have a career that allowed me to focus on this kind of creatively and, and to share this with you guys and to kind of build this community and build this into kind of whatever it is, which is now helping some, uh, some companies with some, uh, helping to, um, you know, consult a little bit on, on the business and strategy side as well. So that, I mean, that's great. And then also talking to all of you and just the kind of the career mentorship stuff as well. It's just very rewarding and it's, and it's, and it's a very fun thing to be able to do. I ultimately had to leave to, uh, cause I knew it was the fastest way to get to this point. Um, and at the same time, that's not encouraging anybody to leave, but I think that in between this kind of having everything that you want in your dream job um, and being able to craft your own job and do the thing that you want to do every day. And, and this kind of, I give up, I quit. Um, there is that in between. There is that after hour 60 that week, or maybe being able to squeeze an hour out of the day, especially with your phones and what you can accomplish there. Maybe just enriching yourself by watching a Ted talk or reading a book or doing just listening to a podcast what like this. <laughs> uh, maybe this is you sitting there going like, I am working 70 hours a week and I, and I am trying to make myself better by listening to this podcast. That's really kind of funny that that would come full circle. Um, and I just realized that. Uh, but I, th- I think that knowing that there is a spectrum and that there is a lot that you can do before ultimately reaching that point of kind of having to uh, remove yourself completely from that situation and quit. Um, just kind of knowing that, all right, during these 10 hours, 12 hours a day, I need to play within this box. And yes, you, if you want to then kind of continue to grow professionally, it's not a lot of time. That's another 12 hours left in your day. You're going to sleep eight, eight, eight of those hours, hopefully six of those hours, whatever it is, only gives you four hours to play with. Um, and I know that that's challenging, but sometimes it's just enough a couple of days a week to spend those four hours um, on something creative, something professionally that you're interested in. And a lot of times that can you know, keep you, keep you driven and keep you moving forward. So that's what I mean by you know, being able to block your path, but not be able to stop your progress. You can always be learning. You can always be moving forward. And I think that that helps you maintain your sanity in a lot of ways, uh, when you're in these, uh, tougher situations. But as I mentioned, if you encounter one gatekeeper in your organization or in your life or whatever, look for a way around. If, if you find yourself kind of in the midst of a culture of gatekeepers, um, or gatekeepedness, (laughs) then you may have to leave. Um, or you may just have to understand that for now, um, I have to pursue this growth kind of outside of this um, sphere or, or box of, um, of influence that is your work. So hopefully that's helpful. And I, and I really, I, I kind of feel like I went down kind of a darker path there, but I, I didn't really mean to. I just, um, it was just important to me as a lot of me just kind of thinking this through too, because until kind of thinking of this term gatekeeper and, and reading it in the book, I don't think I'd ever really put that in perspective um, as to kind of classify that type of behavior. So um, I, hopefully that as you, especially for those of you that are early on in your careers, being able to just recognize the difference between um, 
you know, somebody that is in that position and trying to hold on to that position and um, is trying to kind of maintain their status quo um, as opposed to somebody that really does look for ways to improve is is okay with uh, people learning and testing things and in, and in some cases outgrowing the position that they're in um, and hopefully going on and, and doing bigger and better things than even they are doing in their their career so just looking for that I think is just really really important uh, and knowing that and being able to pick up on that uh, when you interview and you and you take take jobs uh, I think is important and I hope that that helps a lot of you and saves you uh, a lot of time ultimately I think that Having that experience is somewhat valuable in a lot of ways, um, as with any experiences. But um, hey, the more supportive of a role that you can be in, the better. So hope that helps. As always, please do share the podcast uh, with your friends, or maybe not your friends, but your like golf professional friends, business friends that would, would benefit from it. Probably not like... This isn't like cereal or something kind of cool like that that everybody's going to like. But there are a few of you out there that will, and uh, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you listening, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.